0: Hey everybody, welcome to uh, the Ohio Bigfoot Podcast, www, well, I actually know www anymore, now it's HTTP, but uh, ohiobigfootproject.com, and uh, really dog, sorry, that was my dog shaking off her nap. So that she can lay back down and take another nap. Because that's how we roll. Good, anyways, welcome to the episode. Sorry, had to open my Pepsi. Appropriately calling the inexpensive Bigfoot. Okay, a couple years ago, I had a pod... Well, a year ago, I had a podcast... ran it for over two years and it was called The Inexpensive Sportsman I did it with two buddies and we had a great run Uh, we all changed jobs our schedule switched we could no longer get together anymore it seemed like so the podcast got temporarily put on hold it may come back but anyways our platform was all about hunting and fishing on a budget, saving money, saving money in the outdoors because we all have families, we all have jobs, and we can't go spending all of our money on hunting. So we had to find a way to cut costs to be able to enjoy our hobby, much like with Bigfoot. So I thought I would transform one of my... uh, inexpensive sportsman podcast into the inexpensive bigfoot and talk about how to save money while in the field i mean let's face it life is getting more and more expensive right now gas is almost four dollars and in some places over four dollars a gallon and it can be expensive to do traveling and to get out into the woods First it was COVID, now this. But uh there are ways to manage. Now we all obviously know of eBay and Amazon. And those are great resources. Uh you often can get free shipping, you usually get pretty good prices. You make your order, and in two or three, five days, boom, it shows up in your mailbox. But there are other means and ways to uh save a little money on research equipment, for instance, the other day, I went to uh an old cash land, which, for those of you who don't know, have mostly been converted into pawn shops. I bought a Sony Handycam with Nightshot, came with the bag, the tripod, the tripod base, the AV cords, a battery, an unopened Sony SD card. This camera had barely been used, still had the factory stickers on it. Charged it right up. It works great, and I spent a whopping tax title out the door about thirty-five dollars for a Sony Handycam with night shot, forty times zoom, thirty gigabyte over twenty hours of recording. I ordered a spare battery for it on eBay and a car charger, and spent a whole eight dollars and ninety-nine cents. So. audio equipment when it comes to Bigfoot research equipment I've seen parabolic microphones you name it I've seen it in a pawn shop another one of course is flea markets two of my favorites are garage sales and yard sales Um, I've found hunting packs hunting jackets, um, camp knives. I think I gave $2 once for an all-aluminum hatchet. Just insanely good prices. And being as summer is coming, it's almost yard sale and garage sale season. And, you know, you could have that person who was a bird watcher and has, like, the most wicked pair of Vortex binoculars or a great pair of Nikons or Bushnells. They throw a dollar or a ten dollar price tag on it and put it on a table. So, you know, it's a great way to save a little money here and there. Now another one is after hunting season, usually around January February, March, April, somewhere in there. All these stores that sell sporting goods usually have one heck of a clearance sale because they order all this stuff heavy for deer season. And then after deer season, they either have to sit on it for a year or mark it down to clearance and get it sold, and that's a great way to find trail cameras, hiking boots, apparel, uh, you name it, is by following uh, clearance sales at sporting goods stores, hunting and fishing stores, your local outdoor shops and stores, and Walmart, Rule King, um... You name, right now, Rule King is having a crazy sale on winter hunting gear on clearance, and I got a super nice pair of ventilated bibs and real tree for eighteen dollars, so off the rack. So again, there's another great way to save a little bit of money on right now this time of year. Is uh bigfoot equipment is to hit the clearance sales at Walmart and sporting goods stores, and a lot of your sporting goods stores, particularly one in Ohio called Fin Feather and Fur, they offer layaway. So even if you have to pay full price, but you can't really afford to, I can go in there pick out three trail cams put them on layaway, and three months later, I'm bringing them home. Roll King also has layaway. You can uh, put their trail cams and hunting gear on layaway at their store. So it's just a great tool to use. Walmart used to have layaway, but people kept canceling, canceling, canceling their layaways, Walmart was doing a lot of refunds, so finally they said we're done. Usually with sporting goods stores, that doesn't happen because you're dealing with hunters and anglers who want the stuff that they're putting on layaway. Another great program to look into is called Affirm, A-F-F-I-R-M. Now you're gonna pay a good interest fee But in the long run, as long as you make your timely payments, it's great. I just got a pair of Rocky boots that would normally cost me $170. I got them on sale through a firm via Walmart, and I actually saved $10 on them but i'm only paying $55 a month for 3 months and my boots are paid off so i couldn't go to walmart right now and afford to drop $175 on a pair of hunting boots but at least a good quality good brand hunting boot like rocky's which is what i got which is right here in ohio by the way but i can't afford $55 So, three payments, the boots have already been shipped, they'll just audit, so I'll even get the product before it's paid off, and then they'll just automatically take it out of my debit card, which is fantastic, so, and then another big expense, if you're going to be in the woods for a while, actually I got my binoculars on clearance too, and I got a really kick. Well, really great pair of them. And I had an online coupon, so I saved a good bit of money there. But one of the more things that can get rather expensive, especially these days, is outdoor camp meals. The price of groceries is going up. Thing is, that by adding a few inexpensive items... You can make a meal for four to six people. One of my biggest tricks when it comes to making meals in the outdoors is good old-fashioned ramen noodles. They're cheap. You can get a whole pack of them for just a few dollars. So you can take a pack of ramen noodles, make them, fry two or three eggs up, Add those to the ramen noodle take a steak that would normally be for one person cook it cut it up dump it into the ramen noodles you can even add a bag of shrimp and then for what a, uh, a meal cost of one person would be you're now feeding four to six people for the price of one just by mixing a few short, simple, easy, inexpensive ingredients and the ramen noodles with the steak and the eggs and the shrimp it is great, it tastes great in the outdoors all you need is a frying pan and hot water it's very simple to make, it's quick, it's easy And it tastes phenomenal. Now, one of our favorite meals to make is something that we invented a long time ago. About 20 years ago. And we call it Salt Fork Sausage. After Salt Fork State Park, because that's where we birthed it. Which, really, the recipe had already been around. We didn't create the recipe We just tweaked it a bit, and for fun, we call it salt fork sausage. So you take a Dutch oven, take a large can of uh, tomato juice, dump it into the Dutch oven, cut up a few potatoes. We like the reds over the Idaho. You cut it in the strips and dump it in same with the yellow pepper then you take a red pepper and a red pepper you want to burn in the fire until it's black on the outside you want to burn it all the way around and then wash the black off because that removes the bitterness from a red pepper and adds the sweetness then you cut those up and then you Stump it all in the pot and you add some bratwurst style sausage links. Not breakfast sausage, but the bratwurst style. Or even bratwurst. You set your pot on hot coals with the Dutch oven. You take a shovel you throw some hot coals on top. Then you just sit around and shoot the breeze for about an hour or so. And bang, dinner is done and ready. Uh, Some of my friends don't like to do it, but I do when I make it, is I add an onion to mine because I like cooked onion. Some people don't, some people do, but you can modify it. You can always cook your onion on the side. But, yeah, I like onion in mine. And then, yeah, styrofoam bowl, and uh, you're good to go. Now, all of my outdoor meals that I eat, I bought a box of fiberglass chopsticks. You can even use the bamboo ones, but I don't like to carry a lot of cookware or eating utensils on me, so pretty much anything that I cook in the outdoors can be eaten with chopsticks, especially the ramen noodle meals. And these chopsticks, you can eat with them, literally just wipe them off and throw them in your hiking pack or throw them even in your pocket because I use the fiberglass ones. And fiberglass chopsticks, that's my eating utensil in the outdoors. And it works phenomenal. It's lightweight. I'm not carrying around a bunch of clinky metal utensils. I'm just carrying a pair of fiberglass sticks with the backup set. And when I'm finished eating with them, I literally get home. I'll hit them with some soap and water and wash them. But being fiberglass and smooth, they just wipe clean. And then finally... Another little trick for in the outdoors is a lot of people, you would be amazed at how many people do not know how to light a fire, and especially if it's a wet wood fire, because wet wood will burn. A lot of people, they just, for whatever reason, they they don't go in the outdoors that often, but they just have a heck of a time lighting fires. So, throw a fire, uh, fire starter, one of those little simple yellow ones in a tube, they're super cheap in your pack. I prefer the pine knot wood ones, I like the way they flare up and they burn super hot and that you can take one of those break it into three pieces light it on fire and have a blazing roaring fire in no time at all out of just one of those so and they always stay dry they're covered in pine tar so i keep mine in a ziploc bag and the tar burns right off within minutes it just hot flashes to light the fire so those little they're are a pine stick. They're always in the camping sporting goods department. You can also find them in the winter time anywhere that someone uh, has wood burning stoves or you know fire starting stuff. Is there actual pine sticks that almost look like chopsticks, but they are fantastic for lighting a fire. They're lightweight. They're dry. And they're coated with that pine sap, which just ignites like nobody's business. Outside of that, I carry waterproof matches inside of a waterproof container. I always have at least one lighter, a cigarette lighter, in my pack. Uh, Even if you don't smoke, you should at least carry a cigarette lighter with you. And, yeah... That's about it. I mean, just trying to save money while enjoying a hobby. I mean, you know, like I said, I got my Sony Handycam at a pawn shop for $35. I got another video camera on eBay that was used from a university for $20. That works fantastic. I just got a six-pack of red LED uv flashlights for eight dollars on ebay and yeah you might have to wait for them to be shipped to you but as long as you order in advance to me it's worth the wait and then like i said there's a firm and roll king does have layaway which is a great resource and tool to have in your belt uh, here in about an hour, I'm off to Staples. I just had five hundred business cards made for the podcast and the website for twenty dollars. It was seventeen ninety nine for two hundred and fifty, or it was nineteen ninety nine for five hundred. So yeah, I had five hundred business cards made for less than twenty dollars. As soon as I go pick those up. I'm headed out to the woods tonight and, uh, hopefully do a little shooting and recording. So everyone have a great week. Uh, enjoy this nice weather that is finally, finally going to arrive. It looks like spring is finally going to show up. Let's hope. Knock on wood. So, yeah, um, yeah, enjoy the woods, man. Get out there and, uh, You know, hopefully I gave you a few little tips that can help save you a little bit of money. And, you know, of anything that I spoke about, the one thing that I would highly recommend over anything is teach your kids how to use them as if they go out into the woods with you. But the fiberglass chopsticks, you would not believe how nice it is to just reach into your pocket, grab a set of chopsticks, eat a meal, wipe them off, throw them right back in your pocket, and go. It is an absolute lifesaver. I love them. I've used them for years, and I just absolutely love them. So have a great night, everybody. Uh, I've been your host, Mike Hartman. Thank you for listening to the Ohio Bigfoot Podcast. More episodes coming soon. Tomorrow is website day where I'll be making all the updates on the website for the month. And yeah, step into the woods.